Sir, we're detecting a massive object emerging from hyperspace. Oh my god. That's Dusty Vader's ship. Sir, shall I begin targeting their fleet? Lord Vader will handle the fleet. Target the base at Scarif. Single reactor ignition. Yes, sir. You see, this is the Dusty Vader man, Baybell. And I gotta bring you a message, see? There's been hard times in the galaxy. You see, what I mean is while I've been sleeping in an alley in Tatooine, Baybell, the coronavirus has taken over more than the Empire could ever have. You see, Baybell, when a man shows up to work and he's told, when ready. Or when a lady shows you up to work and he's he told, you put on a mask. Families are forced to spend time together, stuck in quarantine, baby. Ooh, time. I tell you, I can only handle so much before I get funky like a monkey, baby. There's one thing that a little bit even. One, may the Force be with you. You really are the galaxy's dream. All ships, prepare for jump to hyperspace. What's going on, my dudes? This is the big dog, Josh Lampton. You catch me every Wednesday on the Turnbuckle Report with Leland and Chad. And you can also catch me every Friday on DogCast. Don't miss out. It's me, the best host this side of the equator, the big dog Josh Lampton. But you know what? I got another host with me that's just as good on the other side of the equator. I'm talking Leland Smith, the people's host. Maybe you've heard of him from the Turnbuckle Report. What's going on, my dude? Man, I'm feeling good tonight. I'm ready to come in with my intro. But no, this is your show. This is the Dogcast. This is where it all started. Uh, sitting in your living room a couple years ago, talking about the good old days, and and uh, mm-hmm. and then we went down this adventure. So, man, I'm pumped to be on your show. Thanks for having me. You're what, dude? And you know what? No one else has opened the show before. The intro. You want to be the first? Give it a give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do this. <clears throat> I have a pretty systematic view here, so here we go. Welcome, folks, to another episode of Dogcast. This is your people's host from the Turnbuckle. <laughs> I'm with the Dogcast father himself, Josh, my man. Dude, thanks for having me. Thanks for having <laughs> me. But <laughs> man, that's perfect. And you know what, folks? If if you're listening to this right now, which I hope you are, or it's muted. So if you don't, just fix that really quick. We'll give you a sec. Okay. So if you're gonna think about starting your own podcast, take your idea. And throw it in the trash can and burn that sunbush to the ground. You know why? Because you're listening to the hottest podcast this side of the equator on Fridays. And the best podcast on Wednesday is the Turnbuckle Report with your boy. That aside, 
75 plugs aside. We're 75 minutes into this. We have 89 <laughs> plugs. Get this. <laughs> I have you on this show tonight because you know what? Nobody does Star Wars bigger than you do. And with Star Wars launching on May 4th on Disney Plus, yeah, that's yeah. right. You're going to get Rise of the Skywalker on the Skywalker. It's the Skywalker. <laughs> you got to get the Skywalker. Is that the so Broadway the, version? Well, it's the Brooklyn Dub Edition. The Brooklyn Dub Edition launches <laughs> hey, on May 4th. Hey, here's the thing. I'm going to go to the theater. I'm going to watch the Skyrockers. <laughs> i watch the Skyrockers. They're my favorite. They're my favorite. <laughs> so, Star Wars, you're the guy. First person I think of, seriously. When I was watching Mandalorian on Disney+, Plus, mm-hmm. every time I saw something dope as shit, the first person I thought of is, I'm going to call Leland yep. and see what his fucking take on this is. Oh, God, Mandalorian's Mandalorian is amazing. First, let me start by saying I absolutely love Star Wars. I, If there's one thing that rivals wrestling for me, and here's the thing, Josh, I can't mix the two. It's really weird for me. I cannot be fully engaged. I can't, I can't watch a little wrestling and then watch a little Star Wars. I'm like fully engaged on one or the other. It's, it's, it's kind of a weird mix yeah. for me. I don't know. I don't know how to separate that. I'm, I'm learning that moderation as I get older, but it's, right. it's not working. But yeah, I love Star Wars, man. And Mandalorian, best thing that's ever come out of Disney by far. Um, Dude, best... that is solid. That's a solid series, which I was happy yeah. about because because when they when they you know brought that up, they also brought up The Witcher, mm-hmm. and you know, and mm-hmm. I was like, man, both these. And honestly, I think Mandalorian was a better show all around. Well, here, here they allowed a Star Wars fanatic in John Favreau to create the program, and and mm-hmm. I have I have some I have some theories. I'm sure tonight we'll talk about Rise of the Skywalker and, and maybe a little bit of the Skywalkers, uh, and then we'll <laughs> definitely the tag team champions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know I've got I got a little bit of opinion here on uh, on why I think one was received and one wasn't by the the Star Wars nation. So. Might be some fun, fun little dissecting to do. Well, I think one of the best things about it is because Star Wars, at the heart, okay, is basically a space western. That's really all it is. See, and you know, and me. that fits me. Perfectly. Yeah, right. And you, yeah. you love, you love westerns. I think that's mm-hmm. honestly why you love Star Wars, is because you yeah. love fantasy, and you love cowboys and Indians, and Star Wars is literally the mix. That's like your futuristic sci-fi western well it really is like that's why you love it you know growing up my brother was a big trekkie and um even so much to have you know star trek porn which i thought was really weird but uh (laughs) you know that was his thing um teaches him but you know i I did i loved i loved the john wayne movies i loved the westerns i loved um one of my favorite movies of all time is lonesome dove the entire series i don't care how cheap it gets I, i love it uh, the original four with Robert Duvall. Anyway, Star Wars is absolutely a Western. You you hit the nail on the head because of the storytelling. Because Han Solo is a cowboy. And he's that guy that you couldn't tame down. And Leia wanted to. And I mean, wasn't, wasn't Han Solo John Wayne? Think about it. Oh, fully. He was, he was the galaxy's version. Exactly. 100%. Every and, time, and... I love you. I love you, Han Solo. I know. But oh, I, got, I got some shit to do. Yeah, I love oh, it. Fully. I love it, yeah. And I think I think that's why John was able to make 
uh, that Mandalorian series so good is because he knew that. He knew at the core, this is a space western, so how are we going to make a series out of this? Because it's a lot different. When you make a movie, yeah. it's a lot different from making a TV series. So what what he what he did was he, you know, he's really into westerns too. So mm-hmm. he kind of made like a space western. Like he went back, the, the dude, I can't remember his name, but the dude that did the soundtracks for Mandalorian literally did the soundtracks on old western shows. Like, that's the guy that they got. I don't know if, if you knew that. Did you know that? I didn't. No, yeah. I didn't know so that at that, all. That's a, yeah. So he got someone that did like that that style of music because he knew that's what, what he needed. And I, dude, when Mandalorian episode one starts up and he walks into the tavern and oh, shoots, the, you know what I mean? It's literally a Western. That's literally when when it starts out. And let me, let me just say this. Mandalorian has one of the most, that easily top four because I think my top three is pretty solid but mm-hmm. top four uh, theme songs to any TV show ever yeah that I opening love it. song oh my god that's so uh, that whistling and I mean it's it goes back oh, man, to the perfect. old western the old spaghetti westerns uh, oh, 100%. yeah yeah no, it had it. that total feel to it yeah that's the feel it had and Mandalorian was put together perfect Unfortunately, Rise of Skywalker was not put together quite as well. Yeah, well, I'm an optimist, okay, and Optimus Prime. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, okay. How do I say this without losing all credibility in the Star Wars community? I, I enjoyed the movie much like I enjoyed uh, the uh, the Last Jedi. Yeah. Because I try to look at them as two different ways. The first time I watch the movie, I try to look at it as this is the first time I'm watching Star Wars. So I judge it on that. And then I'll watch it again and I'll start dissecting it, right? Like everybody else does. And when I watched Rise of of Skywalker, yes, I was entertained. My very first reaction, I will tell you though, right when I got out of the theater, my very first reaction was, holy shit, that was fast. And... I had the same reaction the same that the second time I watched it because the storyline is moving so quick. But one thing I picked up the second time I watched it was the holes, what everybody dissects. It, the convenience. Oh, you guys fall into a sinking hole and don't die, <laughs> but you find the one freaking dagger in the universe. You need to find the only <laughs> Sith map ever and uh, then you, you heal a space snake in the midst of it. So uh, that, you know, there, there's that. That, that kind of lost me. Um, and this is what I'm talking about is I enjoyed the movie and I really wanted to enjoy the movie. But then you start watching it and you start, you start picking it apart. It's like, oh, fuck. It's kind of like watching a wrestling match for me, right? I, I, I want I want to see good wrestling. And I, when I see the two good wrestlers that I, that I really like, I see the Kenny Omega in one corner, the Hangman Page in the other corner. I know this is going to be good. And then they just go out there and, ha- and and just take a shit on the ring. That that's so basically kind of you watch you watch the Star Wars movies like how I watch wrestling. You're watching it, but then in your eye you're going hmm, plot hole. Yep, huh, doesn't make sense. Huh, yep. Just like just like I'm like I'm like botched move. Exactly. You don't have enough enthusiasm. That move wasn't done right. I fit, so okay. That makes yeah. sense. So I mean that's kind that of how sense. I watched it, and I will say before um, be, before we go any further, the one portion and I, I think if they would have cleaned this up it would have been a little easier for me to digest all of a sudden Finn has force powers I mean 
what the fuck? And not only do you, not only are you force sensitive, I'm supposed to give a fuck. But well, because nobody no, else gives not a fuck. Only, no, not only that, you're telling me in the last two fucking movies, mm -hmm. he wouldn't have been able to pick up on any of that. Not I one mean, fucking other person could have picked up on something. it. I mean, I mean, like a chess piece at the end of fucking X-Men 3 when Magneto like moves it with like his, his, his like brain. You know yeah, what I mean? A like, little bit of dialogue. Yeah. Not even like a, like an accident, not even like a teaser, not even like a fucking broomstick in like a closet move. And they're like, huh? See, and that's the Nothing. problem they're right just... there. When George Lucas created uh, episodes four, five, and six, you could tell that he had a bigger picture in mind. You could tell right. watching that that this dude knew this was going to be something huge, and it was gonna it was gonna be he's gonna be able to sell it for a, a trillion dollars to Disney at some at some point. I mean, you you just knew right. that because now you go back to episodes four, five, and six, and everything stemmed from that. And some of these shows, I mean, take um, let's see, I mean, Rogue One. Rogue One's a classic example. You take one five second cut of dialogue from New Hope and you have the entire Rogue One show, which or movie, which by the way is is top three. That's one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Rogue One. Yeah. And then you, you fast forward to the new trilogy and Force Awakens was really good because it was a remake of New Hope, but you piece these two, to, you piece <laughs> these three together and they don't do that. Like there's nothing gonna stem from this, but, but curiosity and confusion. I would 100% agree with that. You know, and even the fact that the Sith Lord himself was still alive, but with no explanation. No. So then it left everybody to be like, okay, so is this actually like, is this him? Or is this like a clone? Which I know is kind of what they were going for. Like, yeah, let's leave suspense. Here's the problem, though. Your time frame. Mm -hmm. you, I mean... Okay, on both spectrums, it's fucking not right. Because if, okay, so if he's a clone made in episode two, then, theoretically right? Yep. Theoretically, saying, he'd be fucking way old by yeah. the time it got to that episode because all the clones are already dead, bro. Because they age, at, was it's like five times the normal rate, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're so meant either to be way, disposed. So, so either human version of him is fucking old as shit and somehow survived lightning thrown down explosion bye-bye. Or he just the longest living fucking clone on earth. And get this, he just so happened to get busy right <laughs> in the middle and fucked Ray's mom. And, and totally Ray... not care about his own kids, but only really care about his grandkid. Um, Literally. So I watched it and then I kind of went back and watched it to get her. I didn't like watch to see like all these special things. I just so happened to like watch it again. And then the second time that I was watching it again, about halfway through, I kind of felt myself kind of doing what you were doing, but not to probably to the extent. I just kept finding more plot holes. I'm like, that doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. That, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't too make convenient. Sense. Too convenient. Which is unfortunate because I get that same feeling after watching any Star Wars movie twice. Uh, well, I don't. I don't. I mean, the last, the last series, the last trilogy, I, I feel that in every avenue. Um, Are you re ready to hear something that's going to blow your mind? Yes, always. Rogue One, not my favorite. That doesn't surprise me. I, I feel like I'm in the a small group when it say I say that Rogue One. I mean, honestly, when I think okay, I think I want to, I think I want to indulge on some Star Wars tonight. If it's not The Mandalorian, which I'm binge watching currently because I can't get <laughs> enough of it, um, yep, confirmed it, the, for two more seasons, by the way. Yep, 
when it's the movies, the first one I go to is Rogue One. And for me, it's because it tells the most story. Um, it's intriguing. And it feels... Oh, man, I'm really trying not to sound so nerdy on this. But it feels like real life because everybody dies. Spoiler alert. Right. So <laughs> that... Okay, okay. So, okay, so watching... Okay, so this is why I'm not the biggest fan of that movie. As a Star Wars movie, I like that it filled plot holes. Okay? As a movie... I like that it was a decent movie. I mean, the movie wasn't a bad movie. It was a quality movie. Mm-hmm. Here's why I don't like the movie. As a Star Wars movie, it made no fucking sense. Because, yeah, it it cleared up some plot holes, created more, and then every character on it is now a throwaway. So I had no investment no, in no, that, that at all. No, no, oh, Come on. The Orson Krennic is still a big part of Star Wars right now. Dude, the main four characters in the, that show all died. But okay, but they it would died be like having for a reason. Like they're I know, in, but they're like, infamy. I know, but like I can't. Okay, I can't get okay. So <laughs> then have like one of the main people die or two. You can't have literally every main character in the movie die because no, no, then no, I have th- no investment. That's the problem, though. And, You're looking at Rogue One. Like you look at any other Star Wars movie, because every other Star Wars movie except for Rogue One, the good guy wins. I know the ones that live. So basically, on I should I just need to be. I Empire. need to go into this movie. I need to just go into this movie knowing that this is going to fill the plot holes and it's just going to be a good movie. No, you, you know need what? to go if into you... it knowing yes, it's going to fill the plot holes. But guess what? Right. The Empire wins. No matter how this ends, the Empire wins. Right. So th- that's Which because the story it's, that's a, being told. it's a time frame movie. So, I mean, yes. it totally makes makes sense. And that, that's why I'm saying the movie is a good movie. I just wasn't the biggest Star Wars person from it. Yeah, I get that. I don't judge you for that. But what do you think of Solo? Think... OK, so that's what I'm getting to. OK, because if you think if you think Star Wars fans are going to hate you for uh, uh-huh. about liking <laughs> Rogue One the best, I'm about to blow all their fucking minds because my number two favorite Star Wars movie is Rogue One. I mean, is uh, is Rogue One? <laughs> Back that up. You sure about that? Uh, my second favorite movie is Solo, and yeah. my first favorite movie is Episode One. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I love Solo. I think Solo is perfect on your list. Uh, so before I get into defriending you and um, <laughs> can- canceling all programming that I do with you. Uh, because of your first pick. Solo is amazing. Um, I think Solo didn't get the theater push. Here we go with the wrestle talk. They didn't get the mm-hmm. push they needed because The Last Jedi was being shit on so badly. Right. And it came out like it too get the soon afterwards. Um, if did. you If you would take Solo and release it a year later... And I know that would screw up everybody's timelines or what the fuck ever. I don't care. If you release Solo a year later, it gets the box office hits it at once. Because Solo is another one that I go straight to. I want to watch Solo. Because, no pun intended, it's a great standalone Solo movie. Because it tells a story from beginning, it has a middle, and it has an end. And it gives you a little bit of nuggets at the end to kind of to kind of you know push things along, which those things mm-hmm. I think we all now is gonna we all now know is gonna be the Kenobi series, which I'm totally pumped for. Um, 
But yeah, I, I like Solo. Oh um, man, the Kenobi series. Don't even get me start on that, dude. I am so pumped for that. I am more pumped for that than The Mandalorian. Um, boy, that's that's. Oof. So okay, I know you are a huge Mandalorian guy. I, I am a Mandalorian guy because I resonated with the Boba Fett character since I started liking Star Wars. Um, right. The the Mandalorian culture is is the Western that we talk about. It's the one I relate to. All the Star Wars shit I have has the Mythosaurus, which, by the way, is the Mandalorian skull. And you know, I'm totally, uh, I'm I'm totally solo Mandalorian. But I am excited for Kenobi. Now, if I may, your first pick is complete and utter dog shit. Episode Dude, one is the story. worst Star Wars Don't. movie made. Don't period. Even. No. Period. I hate Not it. Even and I'm going to tell you why I hate it. The stupid racing, the racing scene, it goes on way too long and it just kills it for me. And everything's so coincidental. Like, oh. It it builds a perfect story. Mm -hmm. It builds a perfect story to why Anakin ah, loves his mom Mm -hmm. and needs to get off the planet because he's a slave driver. And he's apparently Jesus. Well, you got to think. He had more Star Wars juice in him than Yoda did. Yeah, no. Why Gonjin said that? He did. He just couldn't. Uh, he couldn't harness it, I guess. But uh, so, do you want me to? Re- you you gave me our top three. Okay, so your number one is episode one, appropriately. Right. Uh, number two is Solo, and what was your number three? Was it Rogue One? That can't be your number three. No, my number three is actually episode three. <laughs> okay, so you are totally a a BBY guy. You're all about that before the Yavin. You're you're totally, all totally okay. Totally BBY. Okay, so here's my top three, starting with three. Number three would be Solo. This is where you okay. edit in all the good music. Okay. Uh, okay. Number starting two. Now. Number two is Rogue One for me. And and now, mind you, I'm just going movies. Okay. Because Mandalorian trumps all of this for me. And then if we're talking really, Mandalorian, that's a, that that's your favorite everything then, Star Wars. Mandalorian is my favorite everything. Yes. Um, okay. Number one of I, all I time. Would. Here we go. Drum roll. Empire Strikes Back. That's a solid movie, though. No, it's the best one. It's it's hands down the best. It told the best story. You know what? And you know what I love so much about Empire Strikes Back. If you go back and look at the reviews for when that was that just came out and it was in the theaters, the same shit people were saying about that is what they said about the Last Jedi. They took a shit on right. it. It, they right. hated it. The people hated that movie when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And now it is revered as one of the best. I think within time, um, Last Jedi, we'll never get there. I, I was just setting everybody up there. <laughs> it's never going to happen. Last Jedi, Last Jedi yeah. is never going to get that uh, because they totally no. took a shit on the Star Wars series. No way. No way. And you know what else? Oop. You know what that sound is. I do know what that sound is. My man. That means it is time. <laughs> For a dogcast short. Ooh. Okay. And if for those listening at home, if you don't know what a dogcast short is, it's where I take whatever question I could think of in that moment of time. And I'm gonna ask Leland what he would do in this scenario. And then when he gives me that scenario, I'm gonna hit him with a curveball. I'm gonna give him the one, two, the three, four, seven, eight, nine. Because you know what? Here's my question. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you had to team up with one Sith Lord to help you fight the Republic, who would it be? Ron. Really? 
drunk, no question. Um, Instantly. You didn't even get the words out, and I knew the direction you were going, and it was thrown. Because, I'm so glad you brought this up, because uh, you know that being the, the host of the Turnbuckle Report, I like to I like to take command of things. And sure. uh, I apologize for that. You're you fine. Can, you can edit me out later. Um, um, you're not even going to be in it. I'm just going to be talking to myself. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> That's, that's how most turnbuckle shows are, too. I'm going to go back and do a, a rework of me answering my own, my own questions. <laughs> it is going to be like, I love episode one. Yeah, no. Uh, wow, no, yeah. That's awesome. Thrawn is my absolute favorite. Uh, before you regurgitated all of your words out of your mouth, I knew exactly where I was going. Um, and I'm glad you brought it up because people are doing a dis- disservice to themselves by just following Star Wars footage. By just following movies, the animated series, live action, that kind of thing. If you really want to get into Star Wars and get into the storytelling, you've got to dive into books. You've got to dive into the the EU stuff. You've got to dive into the the comics, which may seem overwhelming. It may seem like a lot to a lot of people. But I'll tell you, I am constantly doing audio comics on YouTube. Right. Um, and I get all this content. But you you know I'm a huge Thrawn fan. When I came and visited you. Oh, 100%. Yeah. We had to go to Bandon, Oregon, because that's where Timothy Zahn lives. Um, your yep. dad, an amazing human being, went and got me an autograph signed copy of, uh, 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 of the last Thrawn series. Um, so anyway, anyway, you know Thrawn's my guy. Now, the reason I say. 100%. The reason I say Thrawn, not just because I'm a fanboy, but because strategically. Uh, Thrawn is the smartest uh, Star Wars character, Star Wars. And it's, it's tough for me to call him a villain uh, because if you really dig into his character, he's not really a villain. He's truly a soldier, but he's the smartest person in Star Wars, strategically, military wise, uh, because he's neither Jedi or Sith. That's been the problem. That's the big illusion that people haven't got about Star Wars. That's the problem. Jedis and Sith. That is the problem right there. You kick them mm-hmm. out of the galaxy, and everything's actually running pretty good. Thrawn yeah. understood that because he was on the Outer Rim, right? He didn't. Right. He wasn't involved in all the Clone War shit because he was on the Outer Rim with the Chiss Ascendancy. So Thrawn has this ability to separate his job um, to who he is as a human being. And the books really demonstrate that. So if I'm going into battle and if I'm, I'm linking up with somebody, I guess it would be on the Sith side or on the dark side because he was Imperial. It would, it would definitely be Thrawn. Because I know that guy is not going to let his anger get in his way. <clears throat> okay. So I have a curveball question for you then. Mm-hmm. Are you a Star Trek guy? No. I, I watch a little bit. I'm getting into the Picard show, but I'm no, I'm not really a Star Trek guy. Perfect. Because my curveball had nothing to do with <laughs> Star Trek. My question is, if you now have to take the both of you and place you during movies four, five, and six to take on the Empire, do you think you could take them down if you were to team up versus versus them? Yes. Really? Because, yes, because, and it's not my arrogance, and I, I, I know I have a huge ego, but it has nothing to do with my ego. If you go back and you read the current Thrawn series that uh, Timothy Zahn created, the, uh, the middle book is Thrawn Alliances, and it actually buddies those two together. It shows you the connection between Thrawn and um, and and Darth Vader. It actually goes back to Anakin Skywalker. So there was a mission where Anakin had to go save Padme, 
and without getting in too deep, he had to rely on the Chiss ascendancy, i.e. Thrawn, a young uh, Thrawn at the time. I think he was a commander in, in the Chiss ascendancy. So he had to rely on him to be able to com complete the task and, and uh, the mission and, and save Padme and this whole thing. And then it fast forwards in the book where they're now um, having to work in tandem. And the entire time, Thrawn is playing mind tricks on Vader. Vader right. being the ultimate, right? The ultimate uh, in touch with the Force. Uh, you just can't, you can't get in this guy's head. And the entire time Thrawn's playing, he's playing mind tricks on it. Uh, to the point where at the end, Darth Sidious, the Emperor, is now questioning Vader over Thrawn. Wow. Yeah. You really thought this whole thing out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, it's okay. It, it's kind of sick. I mean, that might be one of the best Dogcast short answers I've ever got. You're welcome. In the whole lineage. Now, the whole I, show. now you know I have an ego. Calm down. I'm just trying to build it up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what else I'm trying to do? Well, even out here on the battlefield, I only choose one beer company, and that's Pixel Beards. They give me the best beard product for not only my beard, but for other stuff like my beard, like beard wash, beard balm, and other cool beard stuff. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Better look out, because there's going to be an explosion of awesomeness if you go to pixelbeards.com. And use promo code TBR1. Get 20% on your first purchase. Alright. Now that we're back, let me ask you this. Okay. You know what's next. I do. It is time. I'm nervous. For a dog cast profiles. Mm -hmm. And so far, only one person has been able to beat this, and that was Rosanna. Rosanna Banana. Mm -hmm. Love she my life. Yeah, Matt Foley. She, it took her 57 seconds, but she has the best time so far. So you think you can beat it? Whew. Do you think you have what it takes? <sighs> okay. <clears throat> I don't know if you do. <clears throat> Look at those guns. But maybe you do. But I if do. you don't, you would. That makes sense completely. All right. Are you ready? And you understand the rules. And for those of you at home... Leland's going to have one minute to guess mm -hmm. a character that I'm describing. He can ask me as many clues as he wants to get this question. My clues, obviously, at the top of the minute are going to be pretty light. But towards the bottom of the minute, I'm pretty much going to tell you who it is. So, <laughs> yeah. without further ado, take it away. Okay, first clue. This character is in the movie franchise. Okay, this character was only in two movies that were live action. Uh, hint. This character is my favorite character. One other clue. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Get off the... Uh, this character has a brother. Uh, keep going, hint. Uh, half the time, this guy is uh, in two. But the other half... It is! Yes! It is! Oh. Dude. 
I thought it was Darth Seven seconds. I thought it was Darth Maul with the uh, with the with the brother thing. I'm like, oh shit. Oh yeah. yeah. The N2 thing mm -hmm. got me. Yeah, good job, man. Yes, and Darth Maul is my favorite character, and that is why I think I love Episode One because you gotta think that mm -hmm. is my era Star Wars movie. Okay? It is. Yeah. My era grew up on Episode One. And Darth Maul was so fucking overdue. That was the first time we got to see a dual lightsaber. It was something new. We we're like, oh my, all everybody else has uh, one lightsaber. This yeah. dude has two, you know? And oh, so know. everybody was over. And you know what? You know what I think? Going back, before we, before we end the show, I want to touch on one thing really quick. I think the reason why you like Solo and Rogue One best Okay. Well, besides obviously your number one, mm -hmm. but why those? Why that's your two and three, is because you and I both, on the wrestling side of things, mm -hmm. love documentaries. Okay. And why yep. is that? That's because that gives the backstory and the lore, the shit you don't, you did, you didn't see up front about mm -hmm. that that character. And you and I love that that shit. We love Absolutely. everything about that. Yep. So I I believe the reason why you like Rogue One, and Solo is because you finally got backstory to things that you've been wanting backstory to since you were a child. Yes. I believe that's why you like those movies best. Yeah. No, no, that's a great way. I haven't, I haven't considered it that, that way, but no, you're absolutely right. That, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know what and else makes sense? That I beat Rosanna ba Banana. You did. And it also makes sense. <laughs> so we're in the show. Have a good night, folks. Stay classy. Man, that was fun. That's fun. I'm ready to do another one.